Hi, and welcome back to How to College First Gen. It's Jenny here, and today I sit down with first gen, first year student Christy. Like most first year students, Christy was unsure what to expect when she arrived at FAMU. She admits she made a lot of mistakes her first semester and didn't exactly set herself up for academic success. During our chat, she details the mistakes she made, and more importantly, what she's doing differently this semester so she can succeed at a level that she wants to. I know a lot of you will really resonate with her, and so I'm so excited for you to hear her story. Christy, welcome to our How to College podcast. We're so excited to have you on today. To start off, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Christy. I recently graduated high school in 2021. I just finished off my first semester at Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University as a biology pre-med student, and I am a first-generation college student. You just wrapped up your first semester at FAMU. While it's still fresh in your mind, tell me about your first day of college. What do you remember thinking and feeling on that day? At first, most of the thoughts were like, I don't want to get lost. Like that was my main thought because I did go around the campus and trying to find my classes before class started, but I still did get lost. So I started leaving like every day earlier until I got comfortable with the campus. And another thought that I had was like how surreal everything was because since high school, my thing has been, okay, I want to be a pre-med student and I want to go to Florida A&M. And it's like everything I've been working towards up to that point was like finally here. And so it was surreal for me. Like it finally clicked, like I'm doing this right now. How did that feel to get everything that you had dreamed of? It felt good because like literally that's all I was working towards in high school. Like even since middle school, I've always wanted to be an OBGYN. And then I got to high school. The only two schools I ever considered were Florida State University and FAMU because those were the two schools I visited that I really like enjoyed. And those were the only two schools I applied to. And throughout high school, like that was always in the back of my head, like because I was in different programs that were getting us ready for college since my freshman year of high school. And like in high school, that's all you're prepping for. So when I finally got the opportunity to live in that moment for the first time as a first generation college student, it was just exciting. You spent all of this time in high school prepping to go to FAMU and then you arrive. So was your first semester what you expected it to be? It definitely was not. I expected to go into college and it kind of be like high school because in high school, yes, you do have to try. You have to put in an effort, but it's not, it was nothing like I expected it to be. I thought that I would you know, in high school, they're like, oh, geometry is like the hardest class ever. And you get to geometry, it's like, it's not that bad. Algebra is so hard. It's not that bad. So I'm thinking, I'm kind of thinking it's like that. Like I could just, like, I'll just go in and I'll have it all together. Like how I've previously had it all together. And it was nothing like that. So it was hard for me to kind of get my groove. And I felt like I had it all together up until that fourth week when all these tests started coming in. I was like humbled real quick. And it's like, I do not have this together. I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I did. I thought this would be just like high school and it's not. So as I'm getting these test scores back, it's like, yeah, um, I need to change something and change it quick. So it's all of it was not what I expected it to be. And then I didn't really find my groove until like later on, like way later on. So it was just a struggle trying to figure out 
how I'm going to approach this new setting, this new way of learning. Because in high school, one thing I realized with AP Chem, we took the entire year learning chemistry. I got to high school. A lot of things I learned in AP Chem throughout one semester of well, like two semesters. High school, I learned it in one semester. So like everything was so fast paced. And then we would meet up five days a week. We only met up three. So I had to figure out how to maintain all of this information and understand it in like a short period of time. So it was definitely not what I expected. You mentioned about finding your groove. How did you, how'd you find it? What did you do? A lot of mistakes. I would write down what I was going through. And then like eventually after looking back and seeing like a consistent pattern or like trying different things, I eventually caught on to it. It's not where it needs to be, but it's better than where it was prior. So like just learning from my mistakes and trying different things. So what things did you try differently throughout the first semester? I remember for my a specific moment for my biology class, I started studying, I would say, five days before the test. Literally, sometimes three hours, four hours, all-nighters, four days before the test. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not studying last minute. Because I wasn't sure, like, how much information it really was to remember. And I was like, I have good memorization skills. This shouldn't be as bad. It's four days. I feel like last minute prior to coming into college was the day before the test. And then I realized, okay, that was actually last minute because it's two days before the test. I have like four chapters to get through, like four sections to get through. And I have to speed through everything. I'm watching the lectures in like a higher speed, trying to get everything together because I was like, I'm realizing I'm running out of time. So from that point on, I was like, okay, if I want to do well, I'm going to have to start studying like maybe 10, 14 days before the test, especially for chemistry and biology. So that was one thing like that I learned. Another thing that I did, well, that I'm doing now, instead of waiting till I dig myself in a hole to start going to tutoring and realizing, okay, I don't know any of this. We're three days before the test and I'm still struggling. Let me start going to tutoring. It's like, no, that's not going to work. A tutor is not going to sit there and go through an entire section with you to make sure that you get it in a matter of like three days. I remember going into one of my chemistry tutoring sessions. He had like this group tutoring session. I would always go two days before the test or something, but I went to chemistry. So I thought you're doing something good. And it's like, no, it's, it's the start, but it's not something that's effective. And then he just went on this rant because he was so mad because he would have chapter reviews for each chapter that's in the test and little to no people would show up. But when it's the day before the test, it's packed out. So he was just getting mad. I'm like, why is he mad? I, I just want, can you just give us the information so I could leave and study? But then what he said in that rant, he was like, if you guys keep doing the same thing and expecting different results, it's insanity. And it was like, yeah, you're right. I'm doing all of this expecting different results, getting sad when I'm seeing my grade. Like that is insane. And then like, so because of that little rant he gave, it kind of inspired me to like, okay, yeah, let me do better. Let me start going to tutoring. And he's actually my tutor now. So I go to him consistently. When you got those first test scores back, because I know you have really high standards for yourself and you saw those first test scores, what went through your head? I was actually like upset because like I said, I thought that I was doing enough. I studied four days before the test. Why isn't like what? 
I've never studied four days before the test. So when I got my scores back in my head, I'm thinking I did all that I could do. Why, why, aren't, why am I not getting the results that I want? And I was upset. I got a 70 on both my bio and my chemistry test. That, that was my first two test grades. I just remember being upset and saying like, I need to do better. That's all I could remember. You talked about at the end of last semester, you were pretty stressed out as exams were coming. So I want you to share with the people listening what you did during that time to help you in future semesters, because I thought this was pretty cool. This wasn't kind of intentional, but what I would do throughout the entire semester, I would always record myself, like what I was going through, how I felt, and I would look back at it. And because of what I did during finals week where I would record and document everything, I can now look back at it and see what I was going through, how I felt at the time. And it motivates me to like never have to go back to that or experience that again. Like now that I'm in my first semester, I have a fresh start. I could do better. And I remember having this one conversation with a girl that really put everything in perspective for me in my trigonometry class. We were evaluating our grades to see what grade we needed to have on the finals to make an A. She was like, oh, I can get a 50 and I'll be good. I'm like, what? I'm over here. I need like an, a low A to a high B to be good in this course. And she's over here with the 50. I'm like, I need to, I need to get it together because this could be so easy for me if I do what I need to do way before finals. Cause I was 0.1 point from an A in trigonometry. And then it's everything's just in perspective for me now seeing that, okay, I could have had that 0.1 point months ago. Like I could have did an assignment, got a hundred on it rather than just being satisfied with the 90 because it's an A. So listening back to those recordings and looking at everything I documented my first semester, just saying like make better mistakes tomorrow, but kind of not doing that. Yeah, it kind of helped me look back and say, okay, I can use this as motivation to do better now. What is the saying that you ask yourself or the question you ask yourself every night before you go to bed? Do you feel like you gave it 100%? Like I do like this self-evaluation. I look at my checklist of everything I had to do that day. And I'm just like, I feel like I have to be really honest with myself if I want to do better or if I don't want to experience the same thing again. Just so you know, I wrote that up on my whiteboard at work. So now I look at it every day and I think about you when I'm at work. Like to question yourself before you go to sleep. I said, do you, did you put in a hundred percent today? Yeah. Because I think that's, such a good just thought process to end the day with either as I'm leaving work and I'm thinking, okay, did I give it a hundred percent today or did I not? Or as you're going to bed and you know, okay, did I give it a hundred percent today? If not, what do I need to do? Or where did I not give the hundred percent? You know, and I think it's so great that you're so honest with yourself about that and willing to open yourself up to have that conversation with yourself. I think it's fantastic. And sometimes when I am writing, it is kind of hard to say like, no, you did it and you expect for things to change. It's kind of hard to be honest with yourself at times. But once you are, it's worth it. And it kind of is hard to write those things down because then it's like, okay, now that you know better, you have to do better instead of just staying in the dark about it. Sometimes I I don't want to write it down, but eventually I force myself to because I'm actually seeing it on paper that. You know this now, so you can't act like you don't. So tell me what you're doing differently this semester. Like I said, I'm going to tutoring. I'm going to office hours. 
I'm making sure my teachers know who I am. And I'm, even though I was organized last semester, I'm more organized. I'm focused like towards the test. Like everything I'm doing is preparing for the test. Last semester, I didn't really do that. Like even now on my calendar or my checklist that I make, I have how many days till every test so that I can see the time go down and down and down so like it can click. Because a lot of times I didn't really feel like the consequences were immediate enough for me to be like, oh, I need to do this now. So it kind of like created a lot of procrastination. And because of me listening back to my recordings and me having this checklist, I'm able to do better this semester. I feel like I am doing better this semester because of the changes that I made from all the mistakes that I made last semester. Where do you see yourself after graduation? What's going to come next after FAMU? After FAMU, I really do want to be in medical school. Oh yeah, I'm going to pre-advisement appointments, pre-medical advisement appointments. I forgot to say that because last semester, I didn't feel like I was doing enough in terms of like things I need to have together for pre-med. So I'm working on that more, trying to figure everything out. But I really do want to be in medical school after I graduate. That's all I'm working for now. And in high school, I was working to get into college. In college, I'm working to get into professional school. So that's the goal. If you could give one piece of advice to a first-gen student or to Christy a year ago, what piece of advice would you give them? Okay, there's two. Well, three, I would say. One is just like delayed gratification. That's it. And then you don't regret the time you spend working towards your goal. You only regret the time you spend not doing so. So that helps with delayed gratification. If I do this now, I won't regret it. But if I'm doing something else that's not even merely as important as what I want to have in the future, you're going to regret it, especially if something important is coming up. And there's this one quote by Helen Keller that I got from my AP chemistry teacher in high school. Um, It says, face your deficiencies and acknowledge them, but don't let them master you. Let them teach you patience, sweetness, and insight and make better mistakes tomorrow. Like that's all it's really saying. Just learn from your mistakes. That's all you can do. I remember speaking to my friends, especially during finals week, and we're seeing like where our grades are heading. And it's like, you know, it's nothing we can do about it now, except make better mistakes when we go in next semester. That's all you can do. Just learn from your mistakes and don't make them again in the same degree that you did. Christy, you are so much wiser than your years let on. Oh, thank you. So thank you for sharing your story, your insights, your mistakes, your successes that you had your first semester and what you're doing differently. I know there's a lot of people listening who are going to benefit so much from hearing from what you have to say. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I do have one question. Do you remember your first semester of college? I do remember my first semester of college. How everything went for you, like how you felt after finals? I remember during the semester feeling very much imposter syndrome. Everybody's smarter than me. Oh my gosh, everybody has their act together. What am I doing? By the time finals hit, I'd kind of hit my stride. But I will tell you my first semester grade-wise was definitely my worst semester. So I think we all kind of hopefully learn from the mistakes we make that first semester because it's new and we're still learning and we're still growing. Yeah, that's really all it is. Trial and error. I call it my trial and error semester. Yep. And I think you have learned and grown from your trial and error semester so wonderfully. And I'm so proud of you. Thank Thank you. you. I want to give a special thanks to Christy for joining me today and opening up about her first semester in college. 
What I learned from her is that in order to be better, we have to do better. And to do better, we have to honestly look at what we're doing. Not all mistakes are bad as long as we can learn from them so we can change our behavior. Remember, putting in the same work and effort and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. If you enjoyed listening to Christy's story, shoot me a note on our social media at How to College First Gen on Instagram and Facebook. I can't wait until our next chat.